will remain at his post. And when the Lord touches you, you will know that you are touched. God does not visit a place without leaving remarks. God does not just visit people and goes like that. When he visits, something great happens. Because he's a great God. Praise God. And I know God is in the house.
but mercy and grace has saved us. I want you to say, Father, thank you for the month of August. Open your mouth and thank God for the month of August. Thank God especially for the month of August. No matter what it is that you encountered in the month of August, remember, life is the beginning of every testimony. That you are alive, standing here in the sanctuary of the Most High, is a great testimony. That you are still alive on the land of the living is a great testimony. Father, I thank you from the first day of the month of August till the last day, 31st of August, 2021. I and my family, we appreciate you. My body is not in any mortuary. The body of my husband is not lying helpless in any mortuary, Baba. My children's bodies are not lying in the mortuary. What again have you not done for me? What again am I expecting from you that you cannot do? You are giving me life. You are giving me life. I am here to appreciate the life you are giving to me. I am here to appreciate the life you are giving to my family. I am here to appreciate the life you are giving to my relatives. I am here to appreciate the life you are giving to my friends and well-wishers. Oh, only you can do this. No amount of money can buy life. No amount of connection can give you life. Life can only be given by God. And God has given you life. Celebrate it with our life. Appreciate it with our life. Appreciate it. The word of God says the enemy comes to kill, to steal, and to destroy. Imagine how many times the enemy knocked on your door in this month of August. Imagine how many times the enemy will take for you at the bus stop. Imagine how many times you climb the bike and the wicked one also climb the same bike with you. With the tension to crumble your life. Imagine how many times you enter the bus. You might say it is just within Lagos State. And the enemy enter the bus to terminate your journey and your life. But God said no. You owe God thanksgiving. Brother, we owe God thanksgiving. We owe him a lot. We owe God a lot. We owe God a lot. We owe God a lot. If you have no reason to say thank you, Father, thank you for life. Thank you for life. Thank you for life. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for life. Thank you for life. For the life you bestowed on us. We are here saying thank you. For the life you bestowed upon our families. We are here saying thank you. Lord, take all the glory. Take all the honor, take all the praise. No matter how much, no matter how little it is, no amount of money can buy life. The rich are dying. Their body couldn't save them. The affluent are dying. Their affluence cannot save them. The most 
elect that are dying, their connections cannot save them. All through the month of August, the Lord preserved you. He deserves our thanksgiving. Thank you, Father. For in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Father, we thank you. You are a great God. You have disappointed the wicked one. It's not that he did not try. It's not that he did not come. It's not that he did not knock on the door. But each of his visitations, you were standing with us. Each of his trials, you were there for us. Because you said, your covenant of mercy shall not be broken in our lives. Daddy, you have defended your name. You have defended your name in our lives. Even when we failed you, you remained faithful. We are here saying thank you. On this mountain, Lord, we are saying thank you. Your children are saying thank you. It is not easy to spend that one day in a month. It is not easy to run up and down on the highways of Lagos. Baba, it's not easy to go out very early in the morning, coming back late at night. You are our security. Even people that have securities around them, they are being kidnapped. But you have no security. You preserve us, our going and our coming. For 31 days, we are saying thank you. Take all the glory. Take all the honor. Take all the praise. Take all adoration. It is meant for you alone. And for you and for you alone. In the name of Jesus. Are there joyful souls in the house? Are there joyful souls in the house? Do a joyful thing to the Lord. Show the Lord that you are joyful. Show the Lord that you are joyful. Show the Lord that you are joyful. Give me all this on me. Praise God. There's one man I so much appreciate so much in the Bible among other apostles. Apostle Paul. He said he celebrates his apostleship because he was not supposed to be so but grace found him and grace put him in the midst of the apostles. So he celebrated that. So in your midst, I celebrate the grace of ministry in my life. Hallelujah. If not that, I will stand here now. You can't call any businessman to come here and stand here and begin to preach. Am I making a point? You can't call Dangote to come and stand here and preach. Praise God. I'm ministering to wonderful people. Praise God. Kings and princes and queens. As I pay, I know they see myself as a little person because I am a princess. And that is who you are too. Hallelujah. Celebrate yourself. Celebrate yourself. The Bible said we are royal.
that priesthood. A chosen generation. It is who you are. Hallelujah. Mommy, I don't know how to appreciate you. I don't know how to appreciate you. The first day I saw you, I was just admiring you. You know, like begats like. Like begats what? Light. If you are light, light is going to come around you. If you are darkness, that's all darkness will become. And if you are a radiant person, radiant people go, they know life be deep colored for deep. Praise God. That's how we are together in one program like that. I was admiring her. I didn't know she's a pastor. And later I came to know she's a pastor. And we exchanged contacts. And today I am standing here. Is that not an honor? Hallelujah. That's why you should be careful. When you go to any place, mind yourself. You don't know what will happen there. Anything can happen. Even in this service now, anything can happen. <laughs> so, thank you so much, man. I appreciate the grace of God upon your life. And for recognizing the grace of God on me as well. Thank you. It's not all pastors that appreciate me. I'm telling you the truth. Many of them don't see me as a good pastor. You know, when you are not covering your hair, when you are saying looking good, some people, you are just their enemy. Do you understand? No matter the Jesus you call, you know, make sense. Do you understand me? No matter the Jesus showing fire, they will stay in a fire of the devil. So thank you for believing in me. God bless you. And bless your work of God in your hands. I also appreciate Daddy. When I came in, he walked to me, say, You are our guest. I said, Yes. Daddy, God bless you, sir. I thank God for the good work you're doing in the house. More grace and better works in Jesus' name. Mommy and Daddy will not be doing this work without you collaborating with them. Am I making a point? So it's because you are here, that is why they are encouraged to move forward. If you enter here and begin to minister to white seats, it's another thing. It's another thing. <laughs> so I celebrate everyone in the house. The choristers, you are wonderful. You are wonderful. Everything that is happening here, I love when things are well packaged. That is me, number one thing. You know, the queen of Sheba, right, was hearing about Solomon. And she said, let me visit this man. And she visited. And when she got there, she said, what I have is not even what I'm seeing. I am seeing more than I have. So the spirit of excellence is here. The spirit of excellence is here. Doing things accordingly. Doing things accordingly. Praise God. That is an excellent spirit.
Hallelujah. I said the theme of this crossover service is next level. I think that is the theme for the month of September, right? Next level. Okay. Praise God. Hallelujah. Next level. Don't always be contented with wherever you are. There is always a next point of anything you are doing. Am I making a point? There is always a next point. If you are here, there is also here to go. Am I making a point? When I get here, there is still another place to go. So today, the grace of next level is coming mightily upon us. In the name of Jesus. So what is actually next level? Next level is going ahead. Leaving the point where you are to another point. Not a backward movement. Do you understand? So that, you know, movements can be progressive or retrogressive, right? It's either you move front or, but we are talking about upward movements. That is next level. Reason, our God does not go to the back. He has nothing to do with the past. He has nothing to do with stagnation. He can never be stagnated. And he cannot be going forward and turn and be going back. And that is what he wants his children to also do. He's a progressive God. Hallelujah. He's a step forward. Getting beyond something. It is growing and surpassing others. Hallelujah. So like I said before, there is always a next level in whatsoever any man, any woman is doing. There is a next level in relationship. Am I making a point? You might be in a relationship. What is this relationship for? Do you understand me? You want it to get to another level. That's why some ladies will ask the guys getting them, what is, please, where, where are we going? Praise God. Even in career, there is a next level. In everything we are doing, your business, even the vision you have, you must drive it forward. Praise God. So that is what God is going to do in our lives, in this month of September that we are moving into. Praise God. You know, when Jesus died, he was in the grave. And he had already told them, I will not remain there. I will get to the next level. And you know what they did? They went and fortified the tomb. But their fortification did not stop him from going to the next level. So it doesn't matter what the enemy is doing, you are the one that will determine your next level. I don't believe if somebody is holding me, 
I don't believe in somebody is doing me. I have to believe in my God and believing that His power can take me to anywhere I want to be. Praise God. So that is what God is going to do in your life. Let us read Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 6. Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 6, it says, The Lord said to us at Horeb, You have stayed long enough at this mountain. Break camps and advance into the hill countries of the Amorites. Remember the Amorites? We are the enemies of the Israelites. But God still wants them to enter there. Some people, they will tell you, don't go home. The enemy in your father's house is pursuing you. I don't understand why they are seeing those ones. The Amorites are not in friendly relationship with the Israel. But God was saying, go to the hills of the Amorites. Go to the hills of the Amorites. Now, go to all the western foothills in the Negev and along the coast to the Lebanon as far as the great river Yuba, river Euphrates. See, I have given you this land. Go in and take possession of the land that the Lord swore he would give to you and your fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and to their descendants after them. Then the question is, where are we? God is expecting us to cover the miles that our forefathers did not cover. I'm telling you the truth. I read that place, my eyes opened. What your great grandfather could not achieve, it is in your hand to achieve it. He said, Go in. Many of the things we are looking for are in the camps of the enemy. Territories that you are afraid of. Then who will go there? Who will go there? Praise God. So the thing is that God wants us to move forward. He wants you to change location. No matter how beautiful where you are is, God is expecting the better for you or the best. Am I making a point? For Israel to stay in that very place for a long time, it means they are enjoying life. But God broke into their midst and said, what are you doing here? Why leave this place? You have stayed on this mountain for a long time. Now move. Don't stay here again. You have stayed at this salary level for a long time. Now do another thing that will change that financial level. Praise God. You have stayed in this situation for a long time. Now do another thing. Praise God. Revelation chapter 4, verse 1. It says, After this I looked, and therefore, and before me was a door standing open in heaven. And the voice I heard there speaking to me, like a trumpet said, Come up hither. He was staying at a particular terrain. And that same voice that was taking him said, you are not saying here again. Now come up here. Leave that point and come up here. As I am standing here, there's a limit to what I can see. Am I making a point? 
when I go to first story building, there's a limit to what I can see. There is a place, the level of the story building I will stand. I will see the airport at Ikeja from here. Am I making a point? So God wants us to keep rising, changing level, so that you will have better views of other things of life. Praise God. So that is God. He is the God of the mountain, the God of the valley, the God of the United States of America. And he wants you to be there, to the uttermost part of the earth. So anybody now quarantines himself, he's keeping himself there. Say, come up here. Tell yourself, I am going up here. Hallelujah. He said, come up here. I will show you what must take place at this time. So there is a level that if you don't get there, you will not know other things. So what do you do? You move so that you begin to get no more knowledge. Because the more knowledge you have, the more you deal with the challenges of life. Am I making a point? For you to deal with challenges of life, you must have the knowledge. He said, come up here. That means change your location. Come up to the next level. Let me show you the next thing that you don't know. The angel of God was speaking to John the Apostle in the island of Patmos. He said, come up, praise God. Then look at what Apostle, Apostle Paul said in Philippians 3, 12 to 13. Philippians 3, 12 to 13, he says, Not that I have already obtained all this, or have already been made perfect, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ took hold of me. It is in our stepping forward that you begin to assess the things that Christ has already said. Christ has laid hold. Christ has already gotten those things. Then it is in his upward movement that he will begin to assess them. If he now decides to stay at a place, is it God to be blamed? Who is he going to blame? Himself. I don't want to see myself as someone who has perfected. Before Apostle Paul will write Philippians, he has written the book of Romans, right? Corinthians and so many other books. Before he came to the book of the Philippians. And he now says, I don't want to say I have perfected. I am moving forward because he knows that greater things are lying ahead. So he has to move forward to assess those things. Praise God. And he says, Brethren, I do not consider myself to have taken hold of them. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind, old glory. Do you understand me? Old testimony. He says he is forgetting those words. I have conquered Corinthians. I'm forgetting them. I'm moving to another location. I've gotten the Romans. Yes, I've gotten church there. I am moving again. So today, God is changing your testimonies. In the name of Jesus. I prayed, I said, God, change my testimony. I don't want to be. There's another testimony I want to share. And the moment I started asking, he did it. 
Hallelujah. He said, forgetting what is behind and straining, straining, straining is suffering himself. Like a woman that entered the labor room. Are there mothers in the house? Are there mothers in the house? Uh-huh. We cannot, they may my not understand what it means to strain. The Bible said, when Zion traveled, she brought forth her children. Praise God. He said, straining myself, moving forward towards what is ahead. I press on toward the goals to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. When we are talking about this place, it is not only meant for ministers. It is meant for everybody in all walks of life. So you travel in your career, in your profession to move to the next level. Praise God. I remember when I was in the primary school. I always come first, first, first. One day I took the second position. My mom was angry with me. She said, why did you? I said, uh, well, this one, this one. She said, okay, you still have mouth to talk. Do you understand me? So you won't blame the woman. She wants her daughter to be the number one. Who does not want the daughter to be number one? And me, that is beaten by another child, say their mouth to talk. May the Lord forgive me in Jesus' name. <laughs> so Apostle Paul said, I am pressing forward. Students in the house, it concerns you. Praise God. If you have been making B, you can make A. If you have been making C, you can leave the level of C and move to the level of A and B. Praise God. So, business people in the house, you can leave the level where you are now. Aspire for the next level, next phase of your business. That is what we are talking about in next level. Hallelujah. Third John 1 2 says, Dear friend, I pray that you may enjoy good health and that all may go well with you, even as your soul is getting along well. That means I want you to also move to your next level as you're growing in faith, as you're growing in righteousness, as you're growing in holiness. Am I making a point? That's why Apostle Paul would say, Give me, show me your faith. I will show you my work. He was talking about what I know, the world we live in, the world what I can see. Jesus would have done his ministry, JJ, convert souls, and go back to the Father. But they were looking for what eyes could see. And he moved into the realm of doing signs and wonders. Men will see signs and wonders in your life. And they will believe your God in the name of Jesus. Now you will break the ground for your next level. That is where the work is. That is always the next level. Then this side we will talk about now and pray is what you have to do to be in that next level. So that when people are coming to the altar to testify about next level, you also will queue. Am I making a point? Because next level does not just come. It is always there. 
is you that will push yourself, push your job, push your relationship, push anything around you to the next level. Praise God. Hallelujah. The word of God said we should work out our salvation with trembling and with, with fear. When we talk about salvation there, it's not a salvation about knowing Christ. Am I making a point? Is anything good. Salvation embraces everything good. Work out your miracle. Work out your joy. That which you want to see in your life, work it out. Take yourself to that next level you are expecting. Hallelujah. It says, Therefore, my dear friend, I'm quoting Philippians 2 12 and 13. As you have always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence. Continue to work out your next level with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you to will and to do. Most times we feel it is we, our strength or our money that will do it for us. That is why a lot of people are failing. They are looking at their surrounding environment. They look at the money in their hand. They said, this money cannot do anything. Now it's like I was in a relationship with one guy, but we couldn't marry because we are somehow related, evil, whatever things. I was telling him, all this money you go to the restaurant, you go to the bar, you hear drinks, everybody will be drinking, and your mother is living in a mud house. What? You have no guesses. He said, you don't understand. I said, what do I not understand? Your mother is living in a mud house and you are declaring drinks in all the bars around. He said, eh, that money I'm using to drink, if I use it to start building, he's spoiling the ground, hearing devil. The enemy will be giving him another, another theory. I said, you don't know that when you make foundation, you are committed. Any money that comes, you will know you put one block. When another one comes, you put another block. Small, small, you start raising a house. And when God sees that you are determined, he will help you. He says it's your spoiled ground. Praise God. Because he feels 1,000 naira cannot do anything. 1,000 naira can do something. Praise God. 5,000 naira can do something. I'm telling you the truth. It depends on how you're seeing it. Because it is God that works in you. It is God that rules in you. It is not that money. If it is money, I won't do ministry. If it is money, money, the that place you pay. Do you know I have a mind of running an outreach? But looking at the finance around me, my kind of person, I don't see limitations anywhere at all. I don't see Goliath. I don't see his brothers and sisters. I only see what I want to do. And I've never done anything with money in my hand. I'm telling you the truth. I've never, the day I choose a wedding date, my husband had only 3,000 naira. 
I said, I will leave, I will relocate from this place you're failing, I will still wear. He said, where do you see money? I wasn't working. I said, I will wear though. Or else, you know, saying, I Pentecostal how late I be. No child for you. You thought I was joking. We went to church. We were just, I said, third of September. Hey, the man pooping for body. I said, third of September. We started walking out, walking out. I've never, a lot of things have grown. I don't have, you can meet 5,000, 10,000 naira, but God will do things of reasonable thousands. Because he's the one that works in me. He's the one that wins in me. And he knows what I ought to have. And he knows what I have to do. So if I begin to see myself and lose focus of God, I am bringing my God down. I'm bringing him down. And when you bring him down, he has no business with you. He works with those that will lift him up. Because he's a great God. He said, it is God that works in you. So if you are going to the next level, see God. Don't see your pockets. Am I making a point? We rented a place for the ministry. The day I went there, up and down, they said one million. I said only that one thousand naira that remains for banking. Naira I get. And when I entered, I said I will leave upstairs. I will use downstairs for church. And if you are too many, we will now use the compound. Only us in that compound. We have his money. No money, oh. Every day I will go to that place, I will look at that house, I said, I will live in this house. I will live in this house. Nobody will take this house. Nobody will take this house. I will drive, I will go back. They didn't know I was coming possessing it. But look at what God did. Even the person that wanted to pay, disappointed. But God told me, go and talk to such so person. The day I went to that person, I said, this is what I want. He said, I've been asking God what I will do for you, this woman of God, to make you happy. I've been asking God, what will I do for this woman to make her happy? How much do you say the house is? I said, it's nothing. He paid for three bedroom up, three bedroom down. For three years, he has been paying the rent. My one naira has not entered. It is God that works in you to do and to rule. Except you are not a child of God. If you are mixing up, it's not for you. But if your eyes are on him, he cannot disappoint you. He cannot disappoint you. The day we get to that principle, we are all because they know we have met me before. And my other sister called me. Go and put school in that place so that you can be paying the rent. My friends called me, B, put school downstairs so that you can. And I asked them, was I running school before I paid for this place? Why can't you people tell me that thing you are doing and God did this thing should be doing it again and again? That day when I came back, the call came. Mama, how much is your rent? I said it. said, don't think about rent. Don't think about it. I will be paying the rent. Because it is God that works and wins in you. His job.
starts using us as an instrument in his hand. Church, are you hearing me? Don't deny yourself the next level. Don't deny yourself that next level. It is achievable. Why? It is God that works in you and wills in you. You are just an instrument in his hand to achieve a purpose. So it's not your business. Praise God. God said, I have said before you life and death, blessing and causes. Make a choice. Are you ready to move to the next level? It is your choice. Do you want to remain where you are? It is your choice. There is nobody God loves so much than the other. Am I making a point? He said, Esau, I hate. Jacob, I love. That is only in name. The only thing is that Jacob is associated with the name of God. But Esau was so rich. Am I making a point? When Esau was coming back from the house of Laban, he wanted to appease, when Jacob was coming back, he wanted to appease Esau with properties, right? With gifts. Esau said, for what? I said, I have a man that was not blessed by the father. Was he living a life of relevance? A man that was not blessed by the father. He said, I, I don't need anything. I have enough. I have enough. I always tell my children, if I die today, you must make it. I need to make it. Even if your father says he not born you again, be determined that you will make it. Abraham rejected Ishmael, right? Settled Ishmael and the mother with small water and bread. God took over from that point. Is it not the children of Israel, Ishmael that are terrorizing us today? God can take you from any point to another point. So, I don't have anyone like the man at the pool of Bethesda. I have no man. That is why I am like this. You have God. You have grace. Say, my grace is sufficient for you. Say, my grace is sufficient. Do you know what grace is? God that is living in you. And giving us the Holy Spirit as our helper. What is it that you cannot do? There's nothing we can do. We can do all things through Christ that strengthens us. Hallelujah. So break your fallow ground and go to your next level. That is the work part of it. That is where you and I are needed to be diligent. Break your own fallow ground. No one will break it for you. It's you that will break it for yourself. One day I decided, I said, I don't want people. When I was doing the ministry in my small parlor, so I said, I don't want people to come and meet me the way they I must introduce something new. Yeah. I started writing. I started writing. In that house, I wrote a magazine. I wrote books. It was one of the bulletins I wrote that someone visited me. I now gave him. I said, ah, Mama, why are you not doing program on Saturdays? I said, ah, it's money. I don't have a venue. And the guy said, go and look anywhere at all. I decided that must be something I will add. I will add value 
no matter how little it is. And that is how I operate. No matter how little, add value to your life every time. Don't allow people to come and meet you the way they left you. No matter the heavy sun they put on the tomb of Jesus, God sent his power and the road the way they go so that he can go to the next level. Praise God. For God said the Lord to the men of Judah, to everyone sitting here, break your fallow ground and do not sow among thorns. Break your fellow ground for your next level. Initiate ideas. Write the vision. Dream big. Dream. See yourself doing the next thing. You know we are living in an environment that the government will not encourage you. Encourage yourself. Praise God. Encourage yourself. The Bible said, David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. When his men abandoned him, he encouraged himself. He encouraged himself. Hallelujah. Be tired of your present condition. Apostle Paul said, I'm not counting my, my past achievements. I am moving forward to achieve the ones I have not achieved. Because he had the understanding that Jesus had achieved some things that he needed to assess. So be tired. If you are still comfortable in your comfort zone, you cannot get to your next level. Church, are you hearing me? Be tired. Be tired. No matter how comfortable that place is, desire the next step forward. Hallelujah. Desire the next step. Be hungry for another good thing. Be hungry. Be hungry. Desire another new level of life. God said, I will do a new thing. If God is interested in doing a new thing. So you have to also pattern your life with the mind of God. Also desire something new. Desire something new. Hallelujah. Don't take whatever life offers to you. Let us take it like that. No. Life was offering death to the men of Judah in the kingdom of King Ahasuerus. Am I making a point? And Mordecai called Esther. You will not be there and watch your brethren killed. And Esther said, if I die, I die. If I perish, let me perish. Did she die? Did she die? The Bible said, those that want to save their life, they will lose their life. You see those rugged people, said they will gain their life. When you read the book of Numbers 21, 26, 27, Numbers 27, 1 to 6, we are not going to read it. Talking about the daughters of Zelophehad, I love those daughters. And when I see them, I don't see any limitation on any woman. When I see those ladies and what they did, I don't see limitation on whatever I can do. I can become the president of Nigeria tomorrow. It is possible. It's possible. Whether Nigeria likes women or not, the way God will do it, he will confuse their brain. Am I making a point? The daughters of the 
Zelophehad had woke up one day and went to Moses and said, uh -uh, Our father doesn't have a male child. And we are all females. We are not the ones that made ourselves females. Why are you people disinheriting us? We need our father's inheritance today. Today, today. Moses said, let me go and ask God. God said, what the daughters of Zelophehad are saying is right. Give them their father's inheritance. Initiate ideas. Praise God. Don't say that is how they used to do it in our tradition. You can cause a change. You can cause a change. Praise God. You can cause a change. Last year, I was set up. I wanted to have a crusade in my community. I started working on it, started working on it. It was not easy. To be candid, going to the next level is not easy. Do you understand me? I started working, working, working. The number one person that was supposed to encourage me said no. My husband said lie, lie. I cannot go for prayer without my husband saying go. Do you understand? I continued praying. He will sleep upstairs. I will come to my office downstairs. I will be carrying my people along. We are praying 21 nights praying. That night, that voice told me, go and sleep with your husband upstairs. I said, that man that is making me. And he said, go there. I entered. I said, we are going for Crusade. Say, you and who? It's all of us now. Play, 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 play. God broke his heart. We are praying in the church one day. He came and said, I can see that my wife has made up her mind. And she has really prepared. My spirit is releasing her. Let her go. Praise God. And I went and it was a wonderful thing. Okay, mommy, you followed through. This year, my community is asking me, bring your position. Bring you everything you want to do for the crusade. Praise God. And no one, our women leader came out that he said, nobody has done this in this community. Gathering the Pentecostals, the Orthodox, believers, unbelievers, under one umbrella, and we are praying. Say it's not done, it has never been done. It has never initiate ideas. God will help you to run it. If you see the honor they give me in my community, you will think I'm a princess. I came back to that and I said, please, when you come back, tell us to prepare a car for you. We will fuel it. We don't want to see you walking on the road. Praise God. Initiate idea. Think out something and pursue it. You will see people coming to help you. Set your ball rolling. Set your ball rolling. Hallelujah. Be diligent. That's another thing. Be diligent. Encourage yourself. Encourage yourself. When I started ministry, my husband said, Don't look for work. Oh. Don't look for work. Maybe now one demon speak to you and say you hear God. Don't look for work. Stop deceiving yourself. I cried that day. You know, the one that should encourage you is the one discouraging. It's enough to destabilize you. But I encouraged myself. With the people coming around, I encouraged myself. Praise God. Encourage yourself. If you must go to the next level. Encourage yourself. 
Don't let any situation to weigh you down. Don't let anything weigh you down. Then identify successful companies. There are people you know, following them will take you to the next level. Am I making a point? Remove yourself from the midst of mediocres. No, there are people that are, they don't know anything. They don't find out things. They say, they say, who say, they didn't read it anywhere. They say, they say, they <laughs> I was asking one woman when I said, where is this analogy that everybody is preaching in the Bible? She said, Pastor P, you don't understand. I said, show me where it is now. It's not I will not understand. It doesn't matter who is preaching it. I want to see where it is in the Bible. I think this is our mirror. It's our manual and guide. Mama, she asked, so show me where it is. No, I said, what will they say? They say, now they say they kill us. Praise God. Associate with people that are moving forward. Enter the boat and gain for people you know they are moving forward. And move forward. So a man shatters the countenance of his friends. Some people are in Lagos. They don't know why they're in Lagos. One old man one day told me, I don't know my purpose in life. I'm telling you. I, I, I was looking at him. I don't know my purpose. And such a person, you will not follow that person. How will you have purpose? How will you understand purpose? Praise God. May the Lord help us in Jesus' name. Then you must seek for divine presence. Say, I am the true vine, you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much more fruits. Life is more spiritual than physical. Church, are you hearing me? All the things you are doing today, you don't finish in the spiritual realm. Most of the programs I do, is when I now begin to do it, I now I will now remember when I dreamt that such a thing has happened. Two or three years ago, I dreamt about, I was in the front of my compound, having a microphone, wearing a combat shot like as a soldier. I was looking for young men to help me carry equipment that we use for a program inside. So one lady told me, they will collect money from you. I said, how much? She said, ah, they'll ask you to buy Indomie for them. I said, Indomie, stay there. I said, ah, I will buy a carton for them. And Indomie, she said, yes. So I was, they were carrying all the equipment inside, speakers and the rest. Two years ago, or three, it has happened in the spiritual realm. It was not played out last year. So also the life we are living takes place in this week before we leave it here. Then what do you do? You have to become spiritual. And you cannot be spiritual outside God. The one that, the head of principalities and powers. Why do people go for rituals? They want to enhance their spiritual level. That is why people go for rituals. They invoke a lot of spirit, dirty spirit, Yamanyama spirit, black spirit, anyone that will be helping them. So when they now come to their place of uh, business, those spirits will be working for them and they'll be making sacrifices somewhere. That is how it works. So when you are now working with God, the head of principalities and powers, imagine what you will do. Praise God. 
you can't go to the next level and remain there without God. Without God. He said, those that abide in me and I will abide in them, they will bear much more fruit. Reason, he will be pruning them. He will be helping them. He will be giving them insights. Before anything will happen, he will show it to you. Any business that will not work well, you will dream about it. I was in a dream, I lost my phone. And that phone is the phone that makes meaning to me. I woke up that morning. I started guiding that phone. I started guiding. Because he has shown me that if I don't take time, I will lose that phone. And that's the phone I use for online. Will I say he did not tell me? That's why we have to be spiritual. He tells you what to do to get to the next level. Esther was just an ordinary child girl. But because of the God of his fathers, she found favor before the men that we have decorated the ladies. Am I making a point? And they decorated her differently from the rest of the ladies. And she attracted the attention of the king. It was not ordinary. There was a spiritual undertone. Favor was mixed with her beauty. And it's only God that gives favor. Favor was mixed with her beauty. She was not the only wear cups here. There. She was not the only Abani that was there. But favor mixed with her beauty. She found favor in the sight of those men. And those men, we are men working with the king that knew the fragrance that catches the attention of the king. So they decorated her with the fragrance and she attracted that. But it's not by being beautiful. It's not by carrying big certificates. It's not by two one. You can see that Nigeria has frustrated education. Am I making a point? It has come to the point that those that know their God, they will be strong and they will do exploits. They will be strong and they will do exploits. Whatever you are eyeing, somebody else is eyeing it. Am I making a point? If you are going to look for a job, you think you have two one or first degree or first class. Mm -mm. You don't know people that have gone to some places. My former church, my Gino said, you know, there are white things before he got born again. He said there is lipstick they make for ladies that want to go for liturgy. So that whatever she says, say that Pastor P, it does not last. It does not last. So what am I saying? It's not that you have big certificates. Whatever you are hiring, there are many competitors. But when you are working with God, His divine presence goes with you and goes ahead of you. Say, I will go ahead of you. I will make every crooked way what? Strength. I will make every crooked way strength. They will be looking at you, looking at the things happening in your life. Nobody will explain it. Favor is slaying it for you. And how did favor come? Favor came through your relationship. In relationship with God. Esther gathered his, her, doctor, her, her friends or her maidens and they fasted. The people of that land did not know that they fasted. Haman that was terrorizing them did not know that they have consulted a superior God by their fasting and prayer. And Esther entered when it was not her time. She committed the same sin, washed it deep, and she was sent out of the 
talents. She did the same thing, but grace and mercy followed her. Grace and mercy followed her. My pastor just got married. You were asking me, what did he see in this girl? Abby? Yeah. I said, until you know, if you see, you will be asking, what's, what's so special in this girl that is so much celebrated? Come and see flamboyancy. You were asking me, right? I said, grace and mercy. Grace and mercy. I know girls that were giving themselves free, buying all manner of things. I know the people he shows me, they are, they are, come and see, see this one. But at the end, grace and mercy comes from the presence of God. Your relationship with God. Let us rise up. Let's rise up. Let's rise up. Let's rise up. Let's rise up. I know you have made up your mind to enter your next level. Have you made up your mind? Have you made up your mind? Open your mouth and begin to pray. Begin to possess your next level. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I am stepping into my next level. I am stepping into my next level. I am stepping into my next level. In the name of Jesus, I am no longer where I used to be. I'm no longer, I'm no longer, I'm no longer. I am moving into my next level. I am going into my next level. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I am moving into my next level. In the name of Jesus. I am tired of where I am. I am tired of where I am. Oh my father, my father. You said you stayed too long on this mountain. Now move to the other mountains. Move to the other valleys. I am tired of where I am. I am tired of my condition. I am tired of my situation. Lord, I move. Father, I move. Lord, I move. In the name of Jesus, I move to my next level. I move to my next level. My business goes to the next level. My career goes to the next level. My ministry goes to the next level. My marriage goes to the next level. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. In First Kings chapter 20. The encounter between the king of Assyria. King Ben Haddad and King Ahab. Ahab was giving in. We are coming to carry your children. Say, please come and take. He came again. We are going to take everything beautifully in your home. He now said, No. I, I, I don't want it like that. Ben Haddad said, Okay, you have the guts to challenge me. I will show you. Look at this small boy. And why Ben Haddad was threatening him? The word of God said a prophet showed up and the prophet said, God said you should go and muster but he said who? He said you. He said you. You are the one that should do it. Praise God. And he went and mustered battle. He fought King Ben Haddad and defeated him. You are going to pray. Today, the Bible said you teach my hand to walk. 
stretches my hand to war. Begin to pray that your hand shall be doing diligent things. That your hand shall be at work. That your hand shall be at work. Father, my hand shall be at work. Oh, Baba, you teach my hand to work. We are not talking about fighting. We are talking about doing exploits with our hand. My hand shall do exploits. My hand shall do exploits. It is in your doing exploit that you get to your next level. It is in your working that you get to your next level. My hand shall do exploits. You teach my hand to work. Strengthen my hand in my business. Strengthen my hand in my career. Strengthen my hand in my relationship. Strengthen my hand in my vision. Strengthen my hand, Baba. Strengthen my hand, my God. You take my hand to war. Strengthen me, my Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Finally, you are going to kill one common enemy. Die, 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 die. I don't I don't concentrate on such prayers. Are you hearing me? I tell people, if you like, bring 20 prophets to come and prophesy in your life. If you don't work it out, it is fake. You have made it what? Fake. You work it out. Apostle Paul told Timothy, all the words prophecies released upon your head. What with them? What is war? Pray them out. Push them out. You don't go to a labor room and be doing baby there. Your baby will die in your room. At the end, the doctors will operate the woman and still bring out the baby. Am I making a point? When I was to give birth to this boy, I saw her. When the baby was coming, I started doing a job in the labor room. My sister carried came and came inside and said, ah, ah. 14 year old girls are giving birth. Come on, when you open your leg and push out that baby here. She was carrying pain. Started, okay. I started pushing, I pushed out. There are some things that if you don't show them red eyes, they will not leave you. Am I making a point? Every situation in my life today, I am showing you red eyes. Every ugly situation stopping me from going to my to my next level. Today I pray you out of my life. Open your mouth and pray that prayer. I pray you out of my life. I force you out of my life. I force you out of my life. Whatsoever it is, hinder me or that will hinder me from going to my next level. I pray you out of my life. I pass you out of my life. Whoever you are, whatsoever you be, I cast you out of my life. I cast you out of my life. I cast you out of my life. By the power of the Holy Ghost, I cast you, I cast you, I cast you. In the name of Jesus, I pray you out of my life. The word of God says, Zerubbabel is not by power. Zerubbabel is not by might. But by my spirit, but by my spirit, by the Spirit of God, pray yourself into the next level. Cast out every entrance, every mountain, every obstacle, every limitation, stopping you from moving to the next level. Lord, I pray it out of my life. I pray it out of my life. I pray it out of my life. In the name of Jesus, I pray it out of my life. No matter what it is, whether it is a curse from man or from woman, from the land, from everywhere, I pray you out of my life. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. 
the last enemy is enemy fear 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 now god wants to take barak to the next level an army commander the Lord called him has the lord not commanded you to go and deliver his people several times the word was coming but the man said i will not go except you go with me here here he was looking at the size of the chariots of the philistines he was looking at the size of their bullets and whatsoever and he lost focus of god and the brother said okay i will go but the glory meant for you has gone to a woman the glory meant for you as a man god has diverted it because he refused to walk because he was what afraid don't let anybody put fear in you that is what i don't allow i don't lose fear i don't lose fear when i was going for that process of hey you must see your father's eyes i said let them come we will fight suppose there are two months in the market square i said no problem i want to know if god is god according to what i've been hearing i went i came back safe before the crusade night around 12 a.m i came out in my compound i lifted my hand i said god i came in your name because you said go ye into the world and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in your name i came to this place to preach your word this place is part of the world where i should go and i have come any power that will challenge me challenge my god any demon that will rise up or arise against my god the following day i went for the crusade two days finished it prayed and did it came back to lagos i'm still alive some people refused to follow me some people followed me they said they were afraid fear has robbed us our next levels it will not rob you again it will not rob you again has the lord not commanded you a lot of us god has been speaking to us the next thing to do to get to the next level and you are afraid what if i fail what if i don't succeed what is your business try and fail is better than you did not succeed. try at all god speaks to people there are people here god has told you what to do not that he didn't tell you you know he has been saying it and people have been saying it but you are french you are going to kill that fear today in your life you must become as bold as lion David only killed the bear and he believed he could kill the Goliaths. If God has helped you to kill mosquitoes, he can help you to kill anything. That is how I see it. If I can kill mosquitoes that bite me, I can kill demons. That is, I don't wait to kill demons. I wait to kill one mosquito or one cockroach. Then I can see that I can kill anything. You are going to pray. I kill the spirit of fear in my life. Open your mouth and kill that spirit. I kill the spirit of fear. My God will be telling you what to do. You will be afraid. What if I fail? What if I commit my money and I did not succeed at last? I kill the spirit of fear. I kill it. A man who is afraid of demons, who is afraid of circumstances, cannot get to the next level. Cannot get to the next level. Because on your way to the next level, you will meet the Amorites, you will meet the Perizzites, you will meet the Canaanites, 
you will meet the giants. The name of Joshua said, these giants are like bread and meat to us. But the rest of the ten spies saw them as problem and they said we are like grasshopper. Fear! Fear! Fear makes a man to reduce his God. Fear makes a man to reduce the grace of God in his life. Fear makes a man not to depend on God. Fear is a sin as long as I'm concerned. It is disobedience to faith. It is disobedience to faith. Say, fear not, I am with you. I kill every spirit of fear. Make me, or that will make me not to go to my next level. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. I want you to raise a seed. Just take a seed. Your crossover seed. Your crossover seed. Take a seed. Crossover seed. You are crossing over. And you are not even speak to that seed. And speak to that seed. Father, in the name of Jesus. I did say on oh, your offering. Your offering is different. Your seed. Call it your crossover seed. Crossing over into next level seed. That is the baptismal name. Oh. The Bible says all that Adam called them is the name they answer. Father, in the name of Jesus, I call this seed in my hand. My crossover seed into my next level. In the name of Jesus. I'm not just entering into September. I am entering my next level. My upward movements. My, my upward movements. That is what I call it. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 2, verse 19 and 20, all that Adam called them is the name they answer. Lord, this is my crossover seed. I am crossing to my next level. No man will meet me where they will make me last. Nobody will come into my life and see the last thing he saw. I am moving. Jesus resurrected and he went to Galilee. Tell yourself you are going to your Galilee. Nothing will hinder you. Nothing will stop you. You are paying your tickets. You are paying your tickets. This money is your flight ticket. It is your rent. You are dropping it at the foot of Christ. You are possessing your next level. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Father, we thank you. You have crossed us. We are not just entering into September. We are entering our next level. Our next financial level. Our next relationship level. Our next economic level. Our next ministerial level. Our next academic level. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, blessed Redeemer. For in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen.